Support for this podcast is provided by Jobiak, the industry's first recruitment marketing platform designed exclusively for Google for Jobs. For the first time, in-house recruiters can take advantage of the immense power of Google by posting jobs directly to Google for Jobs without the need for job board middlemen. Jobiak's platform encodes job posts to be read by Google and automatically post them in just three quick steps. Visit www.jobiac.ai to try it for free today. Just enter the URL of your job post and Jobiac will take care of the rest. For a limited time, Recruiting Future podcast listeners can receive 10% off the monthly price when they sign up. Just use the code RFPODCAST to claim your discount. The website again, www.jobiac.ai and Jobiak is spelled G-O-B-I-A-K. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 162 of the Recruiting Future podcast. If you listened to the last episode, then you'll know I'm ending the year highlighting two areas I believe talent acquisition professionals will be focusing on in 2019. SEO has always been big in digital marketing, but not really that big in recruitment marketing. The ongoing rollout of Google for Jobs is going to provide those employers who do focus on SEO with a significant competitive advantage. My guest this week is Venkat Janaparedi, founder and CEO of Jobiak, an AI-based recruitment marketing platform especially built for Google for Jobs. Keep listening to hear some great tips on how you can get the best results from Google for Jobs in 2019. Hi, Venkat, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Matt, for having me. An absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Could you just introduce yourself and tell everyone what you do? Sure, definitely. My name is Venkat Janaparadi, founder and CEO of Jabiak. Jabiak is an AI-based recruitment marketing platform for Google for Jobs. For those who don't know, last summer, Google launched their own job search engine called Google for Jobs. Just to give you some stats, Matt, 73% of job seekers start their job search on Google today. That's roughly about 150 to 200 million job searches a month. But to get your jobs on Google, employers are required to add certain code to their web pages. And this process can take several weeks just to get started. That's the reason 80% of employers are still struggling to get their jobs on this new Google for Jobs platform. At Jobiac, we make this process radically simple. Using our platform, employers can now publish their jobs without having to write a single piece of code. We launched our public beta six weeks back. We are having an extraordinary level of interest from employees and industry leaders, and we are very excited about it. So just to, um, I think just to sort of drill down a bit on uh, on, on Google for Jobs, um, 
uh, obviously, you know, it's been uh, it, it's it's kind of launched um, around the world at sort of various times over the last um, over the last sort of year to year to eighteen months. Um, but I think people might still be a little bit confused about um, you know what it does and 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 how it works. Could you just give us um, uh, you know a, just a, a sort of a very a very quick overview um, of what Google for Jobs actually is and how it works? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, so if you're an employer, if you want your jobs to appear on Google, Google requires you to add, like typical to like SEO tags, Google requires you to add like a structured job schema on your job postings. And if you have those, if you can afford to put the code on your job posting, it's a great feature. Your jobs will automatically appear on Google. And as I mentioned before, almost 73% of job seekers, they start this job search on Google. The way it works is today, especially in most English-speaking countries, Google for Jobs is live. All you have to do is type in, if you're looking for a sales job or a marketing job, you'll see a pop-up with three jobs. When you click on it, uh, Google has its own interface like Google Travel. It has a Google for Jobs interface where you see a ton of jobs within your area. And it does a great job of where you can filter by location, employer type, or by employer. And then you can click on Apply on the jobs that you like. The Apply automatically directly takes you to uh, employer's career site if you have those uh, uh, job structure schema on your job postings on your career site. As I mentioned earlier, to get these structured job schema on your postings, it's not very easy. They're not same as uh, Google SEO tags. Uh, it requires a developer, and you have to write this code on every single posting. And that's when we realized, you know, there's a great opportunity to automate this entire coding process. And initially, when Google for Jobs was launched last summer, most of the job boards around the world have partnered with Google. And as a result, what you see today is a significant number of jobs you see on Google today are from job boards and uh, LinkedIn and job aggregators. And employers are still uh, uh, slow to uh, adapt uh, this new feature, and that's where Jobia comes and helps employers to get their jobs on Google. So, um, you know, that's certainly something I've seen a lot working with the clients that I'm that I'm working with. Um, uh, you know, Google for Jobs tends to be sort of dominated by by uh, job postings from job boards at the moment. Um, you know, principally because lots of employers haven't quite got up to speed with how they can make the most out of it. Um, I suppose, you know, my, my, my question is, is, you know, do we have insight into how Google actually ranks these jobs? So uh, obviously there are, you know, there are different uh, inputs going into the into the system um you know if i was an employer and i wanted to make sure that uh you know i was um uh, you know i was coming top for a specific search um you know what what insights could you give us into how google actually uh, ranks the jobs that come up in google for jobs definitely so number one job description that's that's the key you got to write a solid job description on top of it if you can provide salary when we looked at a million jobs on google only 10 
10% of them have salary. And if you can provide salary, the chances of you appearing on the top is going to be pretty high. On top of it, make sure uh, you have a good job title. So job titles, description, and salary. A lot of times, employers forget to put the location. Location also plays a key role. And uh, you always you want to make sure you put the location with the state and the country in it. Sometimes people forget, let's say I put Boston, but I don't put Boston, Massachusetts. That makes a huge difference. So overall, what we have seen is uh, most employers do tend to put location, but they don't give a good job title and job description and then salary. But if you do all these four of them, then you have a good chance of appearing at the top and then candidates will find your jobs. And we are seeing a good, uh, good result so far, almost three to four times more traffic uh, than the usual traffic that employers are used to get. So if you have a ton of jobs, you know, unlike before Google for Jobs, most employers were only posting their jobs on job boards. Not every single job goes to job boards because they're expensive. But with Google for Jobs, even if you have 100 plus jobs, you can push all of them. As long as you can afford to put this piece of code, then you get now uh, applies on all of them. So would I be right in saying that uh, Google uh, would prioritize employers jobs over the job board jobs um and also what happens if there are multiple versions of the same job so say um it's on someone's career site um and going into google jobs um but it's also appearing on a couple of job boards how, how does google kind of sort that out or what does it prioritize yeah, Google does a great job as right now. You would see a given single job if it comes from multiple job boards on the career side. It does give you that option, the apply. The candidate has the option of applying either on the career employer side or on the job boards. As far as ranking, like which apply comes first, again, we don't know yet. We're also trying to find that out. But what we have seen so far is if you are a well-branded company, you have a good SEO, and you're a direct employer, uh, the chances of you coming first is much, much higher. Whereas, you know, if you're a brand new company, you don't have a good SEO and the job boards have uh, a good SEO, so they tend to come first. But for, as I said before, today, 80% of all the jobs are, are, are coming from job boards. That's where you'd see apply on in, uh, Glassdoor, apply on LinkedIn. But what we are starting to see uh, some of the big brand companies where they apply on the company comes first so uh, obviously you know uh, you, you guys have a have a product in beta at the moment but i'm guessing that you've been uh, you've been sort of you know looking at analyzing uh, the impact of google jobs um uh, you know since since it launched um what what kind of results are you seeing? What do you think employers are um, are getting getting back from this? Is it is it is it is it working? Yes, definitely it's working. As I said before, if you have good job postings, we have seen employers getting you know four times more traffic than what they used to get, and we have also seen employers who have bad job descriptions. They're not seeing as much traffic as they used to compared to the other postings. So we have a client right now. He has fifteen jobs, and he has five good jobs and. 
10 of them are just okay. The five good jobs tend to get significant more traffic than the other 10 jobs. So it's important to have good job description, salary, good location, good job title. Uh, for those guys, we are seeing three to four times more traffic than what they used to see. Is that because, because I know that the way uh, Google uh, Google works in other areas is it looks at um, how, how long people stay on the page once they've once they've clicked through and how they interact with the with the target content. So so when you say good job description, is is that sort of contributing to uh, you know the quality of experience that people are getting and uh, Google's noticing that and optimizing those jobs? Yeah. So uh, the, the, some employers do a great job of explaining what exactly the job requirements are, what type of skills they need. Some of them they just don't put in all the details. Details. They just put in a paragraph and then they push the job to Google. So if you have the complete details, you know, what the job is, what responsibilities, what the education requirements are, what are some of the skills required, if you have all of that, then you have a much better chance because Google also wants to make sure they send you good uh, qualified candidates. They don't want to send some uh, unqualified candidates to your job posting. So they want to make sure they do a good job when uh, when a candidate is looking for a specific job. Uh, they they put they they built uh, so much technology into it. They make sure that the ones which have good job descriptions appear on the top, so that the employers are getting qualified candidates as a result. And is this sort of capturing candidates across the board? Because I've, I've seen people sort of look at this in terms of, um, you know, the employer job comes up when someone searches for jobs at that employer or jobs in that, in that location. Um, does it, does it, does it do quite a good job of casting a wider net if people are putting sort of slightly more generic, um, you know, search terms, search terms in there? Does it, does it sort of bring, uh, you know, potentially, uh, new types of candidate to employers? No, I mean, if you are looking for a generic keyword, right, if you're a candidate, you know, you do want to make sure if you say sales jobs in Boston or New York, you will get hundreds and hundreds of jobs. But more, most candidates actually do more filtering. Okay, show me jobs within like 15 miles of where the, where the location is or a specific industry or a specific employer. And that's when you get to filtered uh, good jobs. But if you are searching for the generic uh, popular job titles, you may end up getting you know, uh, jobs uh, which you may not be qualified or which you may not be interested. But unlike Google regular search, Google does a great job on Google for jobs. They do have significant filtering, significant details. On top of it, they also show you, even if the employer has not put in the salary, they have estimated salaries. They partnered with salary.com. They show you uh, what the salary could be. So before they send this candidate to the career site, they do a good job of showing all the details that are required so that the employers are getting good candidates. So obviously, um, it's impossible to, you know, to, to make accurate predictions about what Google uh, what Google will do next and how will they how they'll take this, but I know that they've um, you know they've done sort of similar search search initiatives in other industries to to this one. What do you think? Um, what do you think's next for Google for Jobs? How how is it going to develop from here? What what would your what your what would your hunch be? Yeah, well, our feeling is right now it's a slow start. Uh, they're still uh, not live in uh, most of the European countries. It's live in UK and Spain. I think that once they go live across the globe, I think they want to make sure they can disrupt this entire recruitment industry. 
uh, right now the apply, as I said, it's pretty confusing. If your job is coming from five different job boards, if you're a candidate, it's kind of confusing on which one to apply. But I think down the lane, they want the apply to stop. My, my prediction is they want the apply to take place on Google. So it's a single click apply. This will take some time. This is my prediction four to five years from now. They would integrate with all the employers and applicant tracking system. So the candidate doesn't have to go through this whole journey. You just apply at Google for jobs and then you're done. And the resume automatically goes to the employer. And I think that will be very, very beneficial for candidates because he doesn't have to go through a ton of ton of applies and screens. I think that's their long term. Right now, they are testing the waters. They're launching in different countries. They're getting the feedback. And once they get through all this, I think they'll do a great job in terms of disrupting this entire recruitment industry. So. Just to uh, just to summarize, I know that you've kind of uh, you, you've you've sort of given given these given these tip tips already, but I think it would be useful to to sort of finish up with just a, a summary of what employers need to do. So, so um, obviously there's a there's an element of um, schema and coding that goes with this that uh, you know someone could do uh, via their career site or via a service like yours. Um, Further than that, what are the what are the sort of top things that uh, employers should be aware of to be ready for Google Jobs, either to to make the most of it if it's already in their country, or uh, to make sure they're ready when it launches? Yeah, for number one is get 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 the tags, get the schema ready, make sure you have this technology in place, and you don't want your jobs to be going to job boards or job aggregators. You know, you want candidates to come to your career site. So the number one is to get the this technology in place and uh, put in good job descriptions, put in the salary, good, put in good job location, make sure you put in the location. Uh, if the job is uh, applies to multiple, locations uh, google for jobs does accept multiple locations and good put in a good job title and uh, that's pretty much it then your jobs appear and uh, you'll see you'll see a significant traffic as opposed to job boards because as i said significant number of job seekers start their job search on google for jobs so uh, get the technology in place and uh, put in good job description and you're good to go thank you thank you very much for talking to me thank you man i appreciate it my thanks to venkat Janaparedi. Thanks as well to all of you for listening to the show in 2018. It's been an amazing year with the size of the audience more than doubling. So thanks to everyone who's listened, shared and recommended the show. I hope you'll continue to support me in 2019 as I've got some big plans which I know you're going to enjoy. Thanks as well to all the sponsors whose support enables me to spend so much time producing the show. If you're interested in being a sponsor for 2019, please get in touch with me for more details. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts or via your podcasting app of choice. The show also has its own dedicated app, which you can find by searching for Recruiting Future in your app store. If you're a Spotify user, you can also find the show there. You can find all the past episodes at www.rfpodcast.com. On that site, you can subscribe to the mailing list and find out more about working with me. This is the last episode of the show for 2018. So thank you very much for listening. I'll be back next year and I hope you'll join me. This is my show.